Stand Up For The Truth is sponsored by Lakeshore Communications Incorporated and made possible by your generous tax-deductible donations at StandUpForTheTruth.com slash donate. Whenever a government claims to have the people's interest at heart, you need to think again. In the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite sincerely concerned about the well-being of regular people. What makes any of us think that it is different now? If the age of enlightenment has brought forth anything, then certainly this. Never take anything any government tells you at face value. The only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. Always question everything any government does or does not do. Always look for ulterior motives and always ask, cui bono, who benefits. The voluntary phase is over. It's time for mandates. Whenever a political elite pushes an agenda this hard and resorts to extortion and manipulation to get their way, you can almost always be sure your benefit is definitely not what they had at heart. It was a case of asking people to go home and if they didn't, arresting them. As far as I'm concerned, I will not be vaccinated with anything that has not been properly vetted and tested and has shown no sound scientific evidence that the benefits outweigh the disease itself and possible long-term side effects, which, to this day, we don't know anything about. I will not be reduced to a mere guinea pig by getting vaccinated with an experimental drug. I will most assuredly not get vaccinated because my government tells me to and promises in return I will be granted freedom. If you have travel plans, there is one more thing to add to your packing list. Proof of vaccination. Let's be clear about one thing. No one grants me freedom for I am a free person. Well, we're kicking off Stand Up For The Truth in 2022 with both barrels loaded, and we are ready to go. Armor on, friends. The fight has come to our door. The church must respond. Our guest today is Trevor Loudon. Before we get to him, I want to just tell you, um, in the third segment today, we received so many donations at the end of the year, the last couple days of 2022. 21. We want to just highlight some of those. Pennsylvania, North Dakota, Illinois, Wisconsin, Colorado. We just want to highlight some of those. And I'm talking about tens of thousands of dollars. And um, it was just a very humbling and an amazing last couple days. We weren't expecting that. It's, it's almost as if we did a fundraiser here at Stand Up For The Truth, kind of like another Q drive. But thank you so very much. God bless you. Uh, we'll talk about that in the final segment today, God's faithfulness and his provision and what uh, Katie, our accountant, wrote on the Stand Up For The Truth Facebook page on New Year's Eve about God's faithfulness. We are overwhelmed, she said. So I'll share the rest of that in segment three today. Breaking news, Pastor Archer Pawlowski up in Canada and his brother David were arrested. Again, 10 police cars, 20 cops, SWAT team style, like before, pulling them over in the middle of a snowy roadway with cars speeding by up there in Canada. We'll talk with Trevor Loudon about that and get his response. But right now, I want to introduce our guest. We're so blessed to have back with us Trevor Loudon, author, speaker, political activist, filmmaker, blogger from Christchurch, New Zealand. For more than 30 years, he's researched the radical left, Marxist and terrorist movements, and their covert influence on mainstream politics. His book, we talked with him a little bit about last time he was on with us, is called White House Reds. And he's worked on a new film and documentary that was just released a month or so ago called Enemies Within the Church. You may remember we had one of the producers, Pastor uh, Kerry Gordon on with us in early December. Trevor Loudon, good morning. Welcome back to Stand Up for the Truth. Hey, look, it's an honor to be on. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you very much. And Trevor, let's start off before we get to Enemies Within the Church and some other things we wanted to discuss with you. Just your response to, uh, first of all, the clip that was played, um, and I'm not even sure, don't even remember who that female voice was, but some of the things she said, she was speaking truth to power, and I believe it was in front of some 
it was either a UN meeting or something having to do with globalists. And um, I'm sure she's probably uh, looking for some security at this point, because after saying what she said, uh, the powers that be are, are pretty ticked off. So I'd love to get your response on what has been going on and what she shared and how we need to take a stand. Look, I agreed with every word of what she said. There are those out there who think, well, if we just comply, we get vaccinated, this will all go away. Mm -hmm. No, it won't. This is not about public health. This is about public control. Mm -hmm. And the only way it will be stopped is through mass resistance. So I absolutely agree with that, with that lady that, uh, we're, we're, you know, the government doesn't grant us freedom. The government doesn't say do this and you'll be free. The government is only there to protect our freedom. And when they go beyond that bounds, they're acting illegitimately. So, yeah, we all have to resist with every fiber we have because if we concede any more ground and don't start taking ground back, that's the end of freedom for all of us. Uh, Trevor, you've been warning uh, Americans and, you know, whoever who will, that whoever will listen about this danger for years as cultural Marxism has infected and infested America in all the major institutions and in our government and, and globalism is now a very real threat. It was always a threat, but now it seems like it's out in the open. Are you surprised? Have, have they overplayed their hand when it comes to uh, vaccine mandates or lockdowns? What are your thoughts on that? Well, they have to a large degree. Um, and they're getting a lot more pushback than they expected. But I'll just, just say something here. Cultural Marxism is huge. But what we're seeing, the lockdowns, this is, this is old-fashioned Chinese communist interference. Yes. I just did an article, uh, a, a, a show on Epoch Times. I do a show on Epoch Times, a TV show called Counterpunch. And I detailed how in Britain... The government is taking its advice from the SAGE group. It's an, a, a group of intellectuals and psychologists, etc., who are, who are there to advise government on emergencies. The, the, the key driver of that is a woman called Susan Mickey, a leader of the Communist Party of Britain. And she is pushing lockdowns like you wouldn't believe. The Communist Party of Britain works for the Communist Party of China. The whole Communist Party of Britain is using their unions to enforce and push the Labour Party and even the Conservative Party to push lockdowns. So everywhere we see around the world, the Chinese are using their Communist Parties, which is about 200 of them. They're using the unions they control. They're using the politicians they control to drive the lockdowns. Mm -hmm. So this is communist, old-fashioned communists working with um, globalists, working with pharmaceutical companies to, to, push lo to push lockdowns, scare the populace, terrify the people so that so that their freedoms can be taken away further and their economies collapse. Mm. The Chinese are trying to collapse every Western economy. Mm -hmm. They're getting ready for war and invasion, and the lockdowns are a big part of this. This is way beyond cultural Marxism. Mm -hmm. This is Chinese communist interference in every Western government. Um, you've said this on our podcast last time, and I've been talking about this for quite some time. We uh, we don't know for sure. I think you have a little bit better idea than most of us do who are actual communists in our government. But we do say that what they are implementing and unleashing has been communist policy. You've been very clear on that. I've been repeating yeah. that, really. And we are not surprised by it. But I think, Trevor, what we are surprised by, or what we have been surprised and maybe disappointed by, is the fact that we have kind of complied um, generally as America, but even the church. So before we go on, and I want to talk about counterpunch as well, before we go on, how what are some practical steps we can do to resist? Well, we've got to become aware for a start. You know, Joe Biden has a communist history. Kamala Harris has a communist history. Mm -hmm. Almost every member of Biden's cabinet 
has a communist history, including um, Secretary of the Interior Deb Haaland, who was put in place by Judith LeBlanc of the Communist Party USA. We are in a revolution now. Mm-hmm. That's what we're in. Yes. And we either push it back or we succumb. That's the only choice we have. So you've got to be on one side or another right now. So I think it's the, the practical step is every American has to decide whether they believe in freedom or not, whether they're willing to stand up for their children's future or not. If they are, get involved in the, the thousands of grassroots groups that are springing up now. Um, I, I go all over the country, and there's new groups springing up everywhere, Moms for Liberty, the older groups like the John Birch Society, the... Um, you know, the Republic, grassroots of the Republican Party, people are getting active like you've never seen. So find some of these groups and start getting active. Push back on vaccine mandates. Push back on indoctrination of your kids in school. Um, and push back on the indoctrination that you're getting in your church, many of your churches now mm-hmm. as well. Yes, under the guise of social justice, right? Uh, there, yeah. it's, it's a completely different gospel, which we will get to in segment two uh, with Trevor Loudon, because we're going to talk about enemies within the church, a fantastic documentary that we had Kerry Gordon on last month to talk about. So we'll get to that, Trevor. But you wrote a book called White House Reds, Communist, Socialist, and Security Risks that were running for president in 2020. So the book came out in 2020. So you wrote it probably at the end of 2019, early 2020, and you did write and warn about Joe Biden. Can you share with us a couple bullet points that you were possibly most concerned about regarding Joe Biden and how we have been duped, or not we, but America generally had been duped to think he was a moderate? Yeah, this is the lie. Joe Biden is the moderate. You know, he's the moderate <laughs> Democrat. The old He's practically Harry Truman reborn, you know. Mm-hmm. And this was told to us by the Washington Post and the New York Times. Now, in Delaware, when he was elected, that was a Republican state. So he would, he would go along with social conservative stuff. He was regarded as a moderate on domestic policy. But he was a far leftist on foreign policy. He was opposing Reagan when Reagan was trying to hold communism back in Latin America. He worked heavily with the Soviets. It was him and John, him and um, Ted Kennedy and John John Kerry were the three most left wing senators on foreign policy, and he was put in place. He was elected by a group called the Council for a Livable World. Still there. They've elected over 200 senators now and 300 Congress members. And they were set up by a Soviet spy, a guy called Leo Szilard, a bona fide Soviet agent. And they, Joe Biden was recruited by personally by uh, a man called, uh, what was his name? The senator from Tennessee, uh, the one who invented global warming. What was his name? Al, Al Gore Sr. Okay. Al Gore, C, <laughs> Al Gore Sr. was the protege of Armand Hammer, one of the leading Soviet Amer- American Soviet agents of the early 20th century. Hmm. And the Council for a Livable World was set up to elect senators who would work to destroy the United States military, hmm. to negotiate horrible treaties with Soviet Union and Russia, to um, give in to Iranian foreign policy, to gut the U.S. military, to cancel weapon systems, all of it. Jo- and and Biden was their poster boy. Hmm. They guided him when he was chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He acknowledges that they helped him and Obama negotiate the START Treaty with Russia that was so good for Putin and so bad for America that, that Trump had to unilaterally cancel it. Hmm. Joe Biden has worked to destroy the United States military his entire career. He has worked in the interests of Russia China and Iran his entire career, which is why he has just given Afghanistan to the Chinese. Hmm. It is why he is gutting the U.S. military with his political correctness and his vaccine mandates. It is why um, he, he, is, he is 
basically destroying the military before our very eyes. Mm. And, uh, you, you know, QE Bono, who benefits, Russia, China, and Iran benefit. He is their man in the White House right now. Mm. And we agree. We've written a lot about that as well. Um, uh, Trevor, what would you say to people who may be still having a hard time acknowledging that what you're saying is true, admitting that uh, maybe disappointed in in how it's turned out and and Biden's radicalism and his, his ties, and we have, you know, have half a country that was willing to elect him or, you know, so close to that. What would you say to people who are really having a hard time believing this? Is it just being naive? Is it not wanting to believe that about Americans and our government? Uh, What are your thoughts? Well, it's a normalcy bias, isn't there? You know, like before World War II, um, a lot of Jews in Germany just would not believe Mm. that Hitler would do what what he said he would do. Oh, he wrote in the book how he hated Jews and Mein Kampf and how he's going to suppress this, but he won't really do that. We'll just ride this out. You know, it'll be okay. Well, it wasn't okay. Hmm. And that's that's exactly where Americans should be today. Wake up. Hmm. It isn't going to be okay. It's not going to get better unless we make it better. These people have to be removed from office. And we have to start electing actual patriotic people, not just Republicans, but constitutionalists, people who actually understand what the Constitution is about and are willing to stand up for it and say so. And that is very few politicians right now. It's a, it's a tiny number. So just wake up. Simple. You know, mm-hmm. where the country is on the verge of being lost, mm-hmm. lost forever, your children, if they survive, will live in slavery. That is the reality. Hmm. If you want to ignore that, go about your business, but don't stand in the way of people who want to actually do something about this. There's something you you said very important. We just have two minutes left in this segment, Trevor Loudon. Um, you said don't stand in the way of people who do want to do something about it because a lot of people have given up on the elect system, thinking that uh, a voter fraud can't be overcome and election integrity is a lost issue. But that's not necessarily the case. That more Christians, I mean, there are millions and millions of Christians who don't even go to the polls to vote. Yeah. So let's just yeah. start there, right? Look, there's more than enough Christians in this country to take the country back and reestablish a constitutional republic. Mm. There's more than enough. But so many Christians have been brainwashed with this communist lie that you shouldn't be involved in anything political, Mm. that they stand on the sidelines and in some cases actively handicap some people who are trying to do something. So that's why we did The Enemies Within the Church, the movie, because um, we are very clear that Christians have civic responsibilities. Very, very clear. Mm-hmm. And this lie that they shouldn't be involved in those areas has done massive damage to this country. It could destroy this country. Yes. And it's so, not, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, the, this is uh, look, the, the election in Virginia proved that yes, there is election fraud, yes, there is corruption, but you still can win elections. Trump's election, first election, proves you can win elections. Mm. You know, the, the um, many states have enacted policies that are going to make vote fraud a lot harder. Yes. So, yeah, there is a lot of hope in 2022. The, the problem is, can we get to 2022? <laughs> if we can get to 2022 without Biden getting us into a major war with Russia or something like that, we have we have a chance. So, a mi- big chance. Yes, midterms this year, the next presidential election, uh, two years from now. When we come back with Trevor Loudon, we'll talk a little bit more about Counterpunch on Epoch Times and what is Wokipedia. You can find out more about that at Enemies Within the Church. We'll talk about that movie and we'll get his response to another pastor being arrested again up in Canada. More with Trevor Loudon, trevorloudon.com. When we come back on Stand Up for the Truth. Your monthly financial support of StandUpForTheTruth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up For The Truth 
with David Fiorazzo. Our guest today is Trevor Loudon. He's got a book called White House Reds, and also he's got a program on the Epoch Times called Counterpunch. Trevor, tell us about that and how people can tune in. Yeah, Counterpunch. Just go to Epoch Times and, and uh, the website and, and sign up for Epoch, Epoch TV and my programs, uh, Counterpunch. Etc., which comes out regularly, it's sort of a, a 25 minute program dealing with the communist revolution and the stuff on that that you will never hear anywhere else. You mm-hmm. know, my my last program was on the um, how the communists are using the lockdowns, and I gave clear evidence of this to to wreck national economies and and wreck defence budgets. And um, and the one before that was on enemies within the church, which we're going to be discussing in a minute. But that is a program that will tell you stuff that you will never get anywhere else. So counterpunch on Epoch TV. Thank you. So how is that not censored by big tech? The website or, <laughs> or programs like I'm looking at other people. David Barton, Larry Elder show is on there. There's all kinds of great. I mean, Alex Newman, one of our uh, regular guests here on Stand Up for the yeah. Truth. He's with Epoch Times. How are they still around and not being censored or suppressed or silenced by the big tech media conglomerate? Well, I started Epoch, Epoch TV just before the big tech crackdown started, and I was getting put out the first couple of shows, and I'd get two hundred thousand views in a few a few hours, and I'd get uh, thirty one thousand um, subscribers, and all this kind of thing. Then the clampdown. Then January the sixth happened, Jeez. and the clampdown started. So we had to go into a hiatus for a short time. Then Epoch Times. Epoch TV started their own platform, hmm. so they have their own platform, their own, their own YouTube, their own, you know, Vimeo, their own, their own video video platform. So they can't be taken down, and okay. this is the reason why that we can put out what we do. Um, but because I I know that most of my shows on on that were on YouTube was censored pretty quickly, mm-hmm. within hours sometimes. Isn't that amazing? We say, wow, wh- how intolerant of those who preach tolerance, Trevor, but that... Trevor, but that... What we're talking about is communist policy. When they only allow yeah. one side of the debate, when they silence or censor others and push their propaganda, we're talking about communist policy, and yet we're seeing it on social media. Most of us have been shadow banned, censored, deleted. Pastors have had accounts deleted. And speaking of pastors, Trevor, I wanted to get your take real quick about the breaking news story that came in about Pastor Arthur Pawlowski up in Canada. He knows what communist uh, policy is. He, I believe he or his families from Poland. Um, so tell yeah. us uh, your thoughts about that, how several pastors, including uh, James Coates and um, a couple others up there who we've interviewed, um, this could be coming to America. What are your thoughts? Of course it's coming to America. You know, the um, the Democrats passed the Equality Act um, a couple of years ago in the House. Mm-hmm. And, and if they can get it through the Senate and signed off by Joe Biden, which, which they will do, that will end religious liberty in America because it will put LGBTQ rights above your religious conscience. Meaning, say, so say because the goal, the goal of the left is to shut the churches down, pervert them to the left and shut them down. So if they pass this act... Or, and they're using the vaccine mandates as well to, to suppress the churches. You know, in California, strip clubs were open, casinos were open, but churches weren't. What is that telling you? <laughs> and so, um, but these pastors, oh, no, if we just comply, if we just do what the government tells us, they'll let us reopen eventually. No, they won't. Mm. Don't you understand? This is a revolution. Yes. This is permanent. It will be permanent if we don't stop this. And so, yeah, it is coming, and and God bless the pastor in Canada, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and one one thing I've heard, I, I I was reading a forum, and these pastors in Canada were saying, "Oh, this man, he's really hurting us. He's damaging our relations with the government. That's why we can't stand with them." What a bunch of cowards! Mm. They would rather suck up to the government and try and get a little bit of. 
a little bit of freedom rather than stand up with a man who's actually fighting for all of their freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is not a, a, a compromise thing here. You know, I see, I've spoken to several churches in California who stood open right through the mandates, some of them getting massive fines, but they have grown three, four, five-fold where the churches down the road that closed are empty and will stay empty. Mm. This is really sorting the wheat from the chaff. Yes. Yes, it is. One of our guests, Pastor Steve Smotherman, Legacy Church, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Trevor, you've got to get in touch with him. He's one of the pastors that that speaks the truth openly and boldly, resists government overreach and the medical tyranny, and he has two lawsuits. I think he won one of them, uh, Liberty Council, I believe, And um, but you would be a great asset to, uh, uh, to go to that church and be able to speak to them, though, if, if you want to write it down. His name is Steve Smotherman. He's the pastor there at Legacy. Legacy Church, that would be a blessing for you to bring in maybe enemies within the church. So let's talk about that. Enemies within the church, of course, uh, December 3rd, I think we had Pastor Kerry Gordon on the podcast. This is an educational, historical, evidence-based movie experience that provokes a passionate return to Orthodox Christian faithfulness across the Western world. This took a lot of time to put together, didn't it, uh, Trevor? And I know you've been traveling, Uh, uh, holding presentations on enemies within the church. So share a little bit about that. Yeah, look, we interviewed dozens of people, and uh, we had a hundred, over a hundred whistleblowers come to us on this thing. Not all, of them, not all of them would appear on camera, unfortunately. Hmm. But look, enemies within the church is is, is a two hour documentary. I think it's one of the most shocking things ever done on the church ever, hmm. and I'm talking ever. You know, it is it is a um, is a there's a theological element to it, a philosophical element, and it's a crime story. It's the story of how the churches have been infiltrated and corrupted mm. by its enemies. I'm talking real Marxists, wow. cultural and agents of Cuba and China. And they are, through, through things like social justice, mm-hmm. critical race theory, white privilege, they're introducing hardcore Marxism into the seminaries, into the student organizations like Campus Crusade for Christ, Crew, into Varsity. Um, they are absolutely twisting and corrupting the church. The, the, many of the Bible colleges are now are like the universities were a few years ago. You know, we're with a little bit of freedom, but not very much. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where Christianity is going. Christianity is being communized before our very eyes. And whether you care about the church or not, if we lose the church, we lose freedom in America forever. Amen. Amen. Um, imagine if the millions who profess to be Christian were true Bible-believing Christians, no understanding the importance of being salt and light and resisting uh, evil and darkness, and we would, I think, be making such a great impact. But the website is enemieswithinthechurch.com. Uh, briefly, uh, Trevor, talk, talk to us about Wokipedia. I love it. You've got a page where you name names, and you've actually got uh, people that you want to uh, share a little bit of truth about. Tell us about Wokipedia on the website yeah, yeah. of Enemies Within well, the Church. Yeah, well, look, look. Um, a lot of Christians don't not like naming names. But it's a <laughs> bit like fighting World War Two without naming Adolf Hitler. You know, you, you're fighting the mafia without naming the leaders of the mafia. The movie names names. We talk about prominent American Christians like Tim Keller, like Russell Moore, like Al Mohler, who have enabled this Marx, enabled or pushed this Marxist takeover of the churches. And so Wokepedia is, a, is, a, is the beginnings, it's only the beginnings of, a, of a, basically a database where you can look up these woke pastors, these woke theologians, and, and, and see their biographies, you know. Many of them linked to communist movements. And, and so, because people need to understand you know, wokeism is Marxism. 
You know, woke, the woke church is a massive movement in American Christianity, but it's Marxism. Hmm. The old communists used to talk about consciousness raising. You come into the communist movement, we will raise your class consciousness. So you're aware of class and racial oppression. You become a good communist. We would have called it brainwashing. Now it's called wokeism. It's the same as communist consciousness raising. Hmm. It's communist brainwashing in the churches. So you go to churches now and you won't hear much about the Ten Commandments. You won't hear anything about hell or, or sin or repentance, but you will hear a lot about social justice and critical race theory and white privilege and welcoming refuge, uh, you know, illegal immigrants across the border, all Marxist programs, all masquerading as Christianity. But, but most American Christians don't know the difference, unfortunately. And we have actually a, an email response by our, from one of our pastors, and uh, we were going to talk about this in the third segment. Um, th- this guy coming into uh, the comment section and, and really accusing us of being political, pushing political agendas. And Trevor, I kid you not, he goes on to, uh, to try to defend reparations by mentioning oh. how, much, how much money the United States gave to Germany um, and the Jews and uh, Austria and the Japanese and American Indians, and he's defending reparations and saying we're being too political. It's really fascinating that how Re- this has been flipped reparations on Reparations was driven by the communist movement. This is the idea that Americans should play, pay black people because they were the descendants of former slaves huge amounts of money. This is a purely a communist program. Mm-hmm. It came out of the Communist Party, out of the Black Panthers. This is Maoist communism. So this man accusing you of being political is being completely political (laughs) on the communist side. And I bet he has no clue whatsoever about what he's doing. Hmm. So he's probably woke. Um, uh, Tell us a little bit more. Absolutely woke. Uh, Trevor, you're concerned that... Um, this you're talking about what what I just heard you explain when we were talking about those within the church. Uh, it's it's almost like you would expect to hear that about our government, uh, the, the yeah. corruption, the wokeness, the communist policy, and the Marxists. But it's hard for many of us, and in our listening audience, I would imagine it's hard for us to accept that that's happening in our own churches. I know this was a very gradual infestation. Talk to us about that. Well, look, the very first communist front in America was the Methodist Federation for Social Action, set up in 1912 by Harry Ward, a communist from Union Theological Seminary. Mm. The, 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 The communists understood right from the beginning that America was the main problem, that America would stop the worldwide revolution, and they understood that the church was the backbone of America. So they knew they couldn't take America from the outside, so they had to do it from the inside. Mm -hmm. So they got into the churches right from the start. Now, they infiltrated the mainstream Protestant churches in the 20s and 30s, and they, they, they started preaching social justice then, drove a lot of people out of those churches. They went into the evangelical movement. They infiltrated the Catholic Church starting in the 1930s, by putting actual Communist Party members into the priesthood. And by the 60s, some of these people were cardinals and bishops. And now you have a Marxist pope and Pope Francis. Mm -hmm. But the evangelicals were pure. The evangelicals resisted. The Southern Baptists resisted. And so you think from a, a communist point of view, a Marxist point of view, You control Hollywood, you control the Democratic Party and elements of the Republican Party, you control the media, you control the education system, the colleges, the universities, you control almost everything, but except you don't, you control the mainstream churches, Hmm. but you don't control these crazy evangelicals and these conservative (laughs) Baptists. And these are the people who elect Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump who put your uh, revolution back 15, 20 years. Don't you think 
from a communist revolutionary point of view, you'd want to start, you know, getting inside the evangelical churches mm. and the Baptists. Yep. And that is why the, the, the Gospel Coalition by Tim Keller was set up in 2005 to bring Marxism into the evangelical churches. And they have done a fantastic job. Campus Crusade for Christ now is a Marxist organization. Mm. InterVarsity is a Marxist woke organization. World Vision, a lot of these respectable Christian organizations are now woke. And uh, the same with... um, the same with almost every major Bible college in the country now. The Southeastern Baptists, all of them are heavily, heavily woke. Hmm. Well, we appreciate you and what the work that you've done, the research you've done, the books you've written, and Enemies Within the Church. I highly encourage people to check that out. And by the way, I see a picture of Jim Wallace on the Wokepedia. Uh, he was the reason that we started this podcast in 2010. He was invited to speak at a major Christian news festival in Wisconsin. Uh, he was given the main stage. There was no conservative Christian. There was no Republican. He was just all political, and he had the platform, and we just said, you know what? We've got to boycott caught this in some churches, not enough churches, but some did, and that's how Stand Up For The Truth was born. But tell us about how, if someone wants to bring you to their church to talk about enemies within the church or anything else that you have uh, to share in your repertoire, tell us how we can get a hold of you. Look, the best way is just to um, send an email to enemies with, you know, just go to enemieswiththechurch.com. There are emails, uh, emails there, just, just say we're looking for a speaker, Kerry Gordon, Trevor Loudon, Judd Saul, there's three of us, or John Harris, all of us will, will speak, or you can just contact me free, you know, uh, through my Facebook page, Trevor, Trevor Loudon, just T-R-E-V-O-R-L-O-U-D-O-N, or Trevor dot. New Zeal, which is N E W Z E A L at Gmail dot com. So but best way is just go through the um go through enemies within the church dot com and that's where you can um download the video to to view it pay per view or you can order bulk order copies of the hard copy DVD as well, enemieswithinthechurch.com. Great. We have a lot of information on that page. You have the contact info there. There's an email under contact us, enemieswithinthechurch.com. Trevor Loudon, we will have to have you on again, Lord willing, in a month or two, but thank you for your time, sir. We appreciate your work, and we know that you're going to keep fighting the good fight of faith. God bless you, and Happy New Year. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. God bless, Trevor. All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the uh, things we mentioned at the very top, how the end of the year turned out to be almost a fundraiser for us that we didn't instigate. It was fascinating. God's provision. And we'll talk a little bit more about this political battle that's going on in the church. Christians that think we're political and they're being political, accusing us because of their stance anyway. More to come on Stand Up For The Truth. Keep it right here. Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via StandUpForTheTruth.com slash podcast. Now, back to Stand Up For The Truth. Here's David Fiorazzo. And I want to share what God put on my heart earlier, just some scriptures before we get into this next uh, section, the final um, segment here. I went to Psalm 103. This morning and verse 15, um, as for man, his days are like grass, like a flower of the field, so he flourishes. When the wind has passed over it, it is no more, and its place no longer knows about it. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting for those who fear him. And then in verse 19, the Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his sovereignty rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels, mighty in strength, who perform his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his angels, you who serve him, doing his will. Bless the Lord, all you works of his, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. That's the end of Psalm 103. Um, so at the end of the year last year, 2021, 
we weren't expecting this. We took the day off on Friday, but uh, Katie Connell, our accountant, came in. And as she was in here wrapping up, you know, the final uh, things she had to do for the year financially and, and accounting wise, donations were coming in the door. They came in the mail. They came in via PayPal. They came in online. We're talking about, I don't have the figure because I just couldn't get a hold of her before the podcast, but from what I understand, it was tens of thousands of dollars. Um, but I do want to mention just some of the states, Pennsylvania, North Dakota, Illinois, Wisconsin, Kentucky. I know there were many, many others that came in just in the last day or two of the year, and we did not solicit this. We do. N- this is interesting. Guys, I don't know about you. I, I was I was getting pretty fatigued, pretty tired of all the emails, the endless emails coming into my inbox, reminding me that there were there was another chance to for with for end of the year giving and donations to all these nonprofits that I follow. I I admire them. I'm going to continue to support them, but I was bombarded in my on social media or especially my email inbox with reminders hey last chance end of year giving it's the best time to give and get that tax whatever um way too many reminders friends if you're if you're with a nonprofit, please keep that in check people will stop following you or unsubscribe to your emails and they won't have anything against you personally but i've had to do that but so i got all these emails all that to say stand up for the truth does not solicit like that we don't even have an email list (laughs) we don't even have an email newsletter that goes out we should Uh, that's something we'd like to do uh, in this year we just don't have the staff to do it so I'm saying God moved on people's hearts and they donated they went to standupforthetruth.com they clicked donate a lot of these PayPal donations came in Um, and let me just read to you what care Katie, our accountant, um, said, she says, we are overwhelmed. He, meaning God, came in like a flood today. Thank you for your end of year giving. It felt like a Q drive, like a fundraiser, and left us in awe of the great provider. And then she went on and said, 2021 had pains. He used those pains to draw us closer to him. 2021 had joys. He basked in our gladness as we sang out to him. 2021 had tests of our faith, tests of endurance. He caught every tear. He laughed along with every joy. He gleamed like the good teacher as we faced each test. And 2022 will bring more trials. 2022 will bring joy. Unspeakable. 2022 will bring more tests. Being in the word covers it all to know him and to make him known. Happy New Year from your staff at Stand Up For The Truth and Q90FM. So thank you, Katie, for putting that on our Facebook page, which is shadow banned, so probably like 10 of you saw that (laughs) on New Year's Eve. (laughs) I can laugh about it now. I used to be so angry about that that uh, we put all this work into the podcast and like five people like it. But we know a lot of people download, I mean, thousands and thousands download the podcast, thankfully, or they subscribe to it. So thank you, because you're probably not going to see it on, on the Facebook page. So I just got this note handed to me. Uh, we had just short of $20,000 in donations come in the last day of 2021. Um, thank you. All I can say is thank you and God bless you. Um, he is faithful, but I thank you for, well supporting us or believing we are worthy of that donation and your financial donations and that we're doing um, a good ministry, good work here. So thank you guys. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. I, I, I could go on. So at the risk of being redundant, I will stop now before I get too redundant. Um, let's see, a couple of other things I wanted to mention to you. We talked about Christians and politics. We've got a comment this came in on the Q90FM Facebook page. Now, for those of you uh, that only listen on podcast to Stand Up For The Truth, Q90 is what 
the vehicle that really carries Stand Up For The Truth podcast. Now, we have our separate website, StandUpForTheTruth.com, but we are broadcast online, as we are right now live, if you're listening live, uh, we are on Q90FM.com, that's how they listen online, or radio, we have uh, three signals, uh, Green Bay, Fox Cities, Sheboygan, actually Oshkosh, four signals, and we thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening live. But this came in I, last week. Um, he said, it would be really great if I could tune into Christian radio and not have to listen to people pushing political agendas. And I don't know who said this, and I don't know what day this was. Um, it was last week, apparently. He said, this morning I had to listen to some guy use the Bible to say that Biden is deceiving the public to sway public opinion and I have to stop right there and think, okay, I don't remember saying that specifically. Maybe I did. I mean, you just heard Trevor Loudon a little bit ago saying Joe Biden had ties with communists way before he got into office. It's part of his career, ties with communist China. So did Kamala Harris. I know that for a fact because I researched that for my book, Canceling Christianity. I've got a chapter on Kamala Harris. So I know Trevor Loudon's telling the truth. He did the research. He can back it up. But there are people like this who I'm guessing um, they don't agree with our politics. So then they say, oh, you're not a good Christian because you're being political. Now, let me just share what he continued to write. He said, um, uh, let's see, it wasn't until 1965 that black people were ultimately guaranteed the rights afforded them by the Constitution. Below is a short list of groups that received reparations from the U.S., some of whom are not even part of this country. Jews, uh, United States apparently gave $12 million over five years to Jewish citizens 65 years and older. Now, I, I can't say that's truth. I haven't. That's not documented. That's what this guy put out there on Facebook. Well, it's on social media, so it's got to be true. I'm kidding. Uh, Germany, $90 billion. Austria, $25 million. The Japanese, remember uh, after World War II, United States, $1.25 billion, in addition to $1.65 billion previously paid out to claimants. And then Canada, $230 million. So I don't know where this guy's getting this. But then he goes on, American Indians, Alaskan Natives. Uh, United States gave $940 million in reparations, in royalties, mismanagement of resources, all this is to argue for communist policy. Again, you heard Trevor Loudon say it. This agenda for reparations is really communism come to America. And this is part of the, their policy. So um, I'm flipping to the end. It's such a lengthy uh, political email accusing us of being political and then arguing for reparations and other things. Uh, let's see. I look for, uh, as someone who is working hard to build a closer relationship with Christ, well, good, we all are, hopefully. He said, I look forward to hearing the word of God in my car, but I often end up changing the channel or shutting the radio off completely because, because instead of hearing the word of God, I have to listen to divisive political rhetoric. And now I want to share a response from Pastor Kevin Minsky at De Pere, Christ the Rock Church, Main Street in De Pere, Wisconsin. He said, by the way, I filled in for him yesterday. It was great, a privilege to uh, be able to preach there. He's back. Thank God. <laughs> Pastor Kevin's back. He said, people who often condemn the use of, quote, politics are themselves politically biased. They exhort Christians to put away differences and opinions in the name of biblical, quote, love and unity. However, the Bible clearly defines our unity is not based on love, but on mutual acceptance of the truth. Love is the result of a unity already established because we all walk in one truth. Note the progression there. The same mind leads to the same love. Friendship, or unity with the world, is enmity with God, the scripture says. We are not called to walk in unity with the world, or with those who uphold unbiblical principles. Lastly, Pastor Kevin continues, you don't have to enjoy the criticism, but you must expect it, my friend. Criticism, and he then he quotes uh, someone, criticism is something we can avoid easily by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. In other words, people in this day and age who are willing to get up off the couch and stand 
for something are going to be challenged and sometimes even attacked. We can avoid criticism simply by shutting our mouths. That can make for a smooth life at times here on earth. However, one day we will stand before the righteous judge of the universe and give an account for how we used the voice he gave us. Stand firm in the faith, men of God. Seek God's faith more seek God's face more than any other. Tune your ear to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. And that's from Pastor Kevin Minsky. I will say, um, remember in, in Germany, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was one of approximately just a third of the German pastors and religious leaders that stood up against Hitler. Only a third of them. That, what does that mean? Sadly, two-thirds, two-thirds were actually uh, either going with the flow, conforming to Hitler and the National Socialists. They were going along with the program, right? Going along to get along. Or they were silent. Dietrich Bonhoeffer's famous quote, I love to use this and share this. He said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. God will not hold us guiltless. That's from Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was hanged, by the way, uh, executed days before the Allies invaded uh, Germany and the war came to an end. He almost made it, but God had a different plan. Because because he was killed, he uh, he's obviously a martyr. He was emulated, he was lifted up and exalted, and uh, his books, his writings uh, reached many, many, millions more people than they would have, perhaps, if he had lived. So very interesting, and, and uh, great books out there on Bonhoeffer. I think of one Eric Metaxas wrote uh, and others. Um, let's see. Oh, I want to wrap it up by just mentioning to you, I do have that number. I came up with the offer on my books. As we are moving, my wife and I are moving to a, a home not too far from where we live now, but we're moving this month. We're going through books and cases and all these boxes, and I found boxes of my old books. Well, the first three that I wrote. So I'm going to offer all four books for $35, and I, I can't go any lower because that's like $8 and something a book, including my new one. So you have to, if you buy four, the four-pack, four books, uh, $35 and shipping. So please let me know. You can email comments at standupforthetruth.com and you can call 800-979-9010 and get that offer all four of my books give them away as gifts Uh, I've got plenty of them so $35 plus shipping tomorrow we're blessed to have Bill Perkins of Compass International International. Wednesday Ken Ham Answers in Genesis Patrick Wood on Thursday Dr. Scott Lively on Friday a loaded week I told you we were coming in 2022 with both barrels loaded God bless you guys keep fighting the good fight of faith Thank you very, very much for your donations and your prayers and support of this ministry. And as always, keep speaking the truth about things that matter. 